0: Hey uh, yo, hey uh, yo, yes, yo! What's good? You're listening to Sin 90.7. Hip? Hip-hop? hip keep hoppin', mamas. Damn you! You gave me the easy one. You're listening to Sin Hip Hop. Yes, get
1: it. Hey everybody, welcome to Sin Hip Hop. You are here with your hosts Sarah and Daniel. Today we've got a super, super special guest on with us. Uh, we have got jess war in the building first off (laughs) i'd like to acknowledge that dan and i are dialing in from the beautiful lands of wangry country Sarmati has never been seated. It is our utmost privilege to be creating through Zoom. I'd like to also acknowledge that this Zoom platform is super weird. We'd obviously love to have done this face to face, but gotta work with what we gotta work with. So uh yeah, Zoom fatigue's real. Um, no.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jess War, such an honor to be speaking with you. Welcome to Sin Hip Hop. How are you doing? Yep.
2: Sweet. No, thank you for having me. I'm doing I'm doing well. How are
1: you? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm just glad to be doing something with my day, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Dan, how are you going?
0: I'm also very, very excited to be doing this interview. I'm very keen. Can you get some questions rolling? Um, so I guess I'll just start off with my uh, first question. Um, Jess, what was it like growing up in Brisbane as an artist?
2: Um, I actually spent a lot of time going back and forth from Gold Coast and Brisbane. I moved around a lot, not only when I was a kid, but in my teen years and as I was becoming a young adult. So yeah, I was just constantly moving around heaps. But, you know, I have found a pretty strong community down on the Gold Coast and in Brisbane as well. You know what I mean? Like it was a community of people that really supported each other and backed each other and You just felt like a family, you know what I mean? It was Mm -hmm. it was small, but like everyone was your mate. There was it was just beautiful, you know, in that sense. And yeah, so I feel like both communities. On like I actually just moved back to the Gold Coast um, in January of this year, and there's just a whole new scene of creatives coming up here. And I think with everything that's happened to us within the pandemic, I think there's a real like gentleness between everyone I feel like everyone's sort of understands we've all been through quite a lot on the creative front so I feel like plus there's also such a big sorrow. you know I know lots of people that are just quitting the creative industry because it's just not lucrative enough for them to live and be able to Mm. support themselves as well so it's just been a pretty a pretty rough few years for everyone you know what I mean and I think We're only just now beginning to heal from it and see what we're gonna come out like on the other end, you know?
1: On that actually, have you found that there's a difference of vibe or work ethic between the cities?
2: For sure. I've actually noticed, I feel, because there is so much nature down here on the Gold Coast compared Mm -hmm. to when I was living in a you know, a big city almost where it's go, 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 the community on the Gold Coast because You know, we are privileged to have that nature there to help us cleanse and sort of clear Mm. our heads as well. It just, there is a different sense of calmness when you're creating down here compared to most cities where it is a big concrete jungle. Everyone's sort of on that tip and that energy. And it's Mm. so, yeah, I definitely notice that it is a bit calmer down these ways for sure. There's a line from
1: one of your recent releases, Medusa bully bully men try to profile me yeah can you you speak to that a little bit
2: yeah so when I was younger a lot of I had like my stepdad and my uncles always used to call you know police officers bully men that was just you know what they what they were called when I was growing up and I've I've had many times in Brisbane when I was living there where you know I, I would just be standing on the street and I police would come up to me and search me and just for standing there waiting for Ubers and stuff like mm. that. And I wrote that lyric after that happened to me on a day when I was going to the doctors and I came around the doctors, I was just waiting for my Uber. And then the police like circled me and they came back and followed me and then stopped me and questioned me and everything. Just when I was coming out of the doctors, because, you know, just waiting for an Uber. And I was re-recording all those vocals that week for that EP as well. Mm. And that verse was actually different in that song. And I wasn't really vibing with that original verse I had. So I I took it all out and I rewrote most Mm. of that second verse. And then that lyric came to my mind. And, you know, I thought to repeat it in the song as well. And it's just, yeah, that's sort of how that all came together. It was pretty crazy as well yeah
1: well leading off that as a person of color and a woman of color specifically how have you pushed through the boxes that people try and pigeonhole you in and do you feel almost a sense of obligation as a Fijian person to represent your community or does that kind of just happen naturally
2: I think you know I guess for everyone you know you can just get it can be so tiring and sometimes you feel like you know you don't want to push anymore and you don't have any more juice to give or you don't have any more fuel for the fire you know and I think the best thing that I I can do for that is to always recharge and really really look after myself and my well-being and how I feel about myself as a person that's going to help me to you know keep doing what I'm doing because when I was younger I didn't really feel like I had seen that I'd seen that in some of my friends some of some minimal bits of representation but Mm-hmm. you know there are days where sometimes I do feel like I don't have enough fire to keep being tough and keep doing it yeah. you know what I mean but then there are days where it's just like you know you gotta you just gotta keep going and if I always think to that like my little self when I was 11 or 12 or like if my little baby self could see me now you know that always gives me the fire to just keep yeah. going and just keep being unapologetically myself no matter what you know, and that's not just in music or like on the stage. It's every day when I walk outside my door, you know, and that's just keeping my head up high when I'm walking on the street, just being myself unapologetically. I think every single day and always having my head up high and being proud of who I am is very important to me.
1: Uh, that's so refreshing to hear. Thank you so much for your honesty. Yeah, it's not often that we get to hear artists being able to kind of just be unapologetically themselves, you know? um yeah. so thank you you've had some pretty big uh, industry head nods such as your ep tropics being on Enemies' top picks of the month and being the first woman to win the queensland music award in the hip-hop slash rap category yeah. that's freaking huge <laughs> so huge what are some of your next plans and what can we get excited for from you
2: I mean, I feel like for next, I just want to keep doing the things that I used to think were impossible, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what whatever they may be, because sometimes I just, like, you know, pinch myself and it's going back to you know, some days where you're just like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm really tired today. I can't do it. It's just there are some moments where you're just like, wow, I can't believe, you know, this is happening or this is me because when I was little I would have thought that I would have been a superhero, you know what I mean? So it's, like, pretty pretty crazy. I think what I want to keep doing next is just keep trying to achieve the things that, you know, I thought were impossible or that people used to tell me were impossible for someone like me to achieve. So, yeah, that's what I want to keep doing next.
0: I
1: swear, but I can't. So I'll say hell yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Jess, I wanted to talk about your latest release, Bad Like Riri, with Erica Banks. How did yeah, yeah, that yeah. come about? That was a massive, that's a massive collaboration and a very exciting one. Can you, like, explain to us maybe how that, like, started or the process of that?
2: Yeah, 100%. The, originally, the song, it was just a song that I made. I was actually writing, making a whole another project, and that was one of the tracks from it, and it had a different sample at the start, and I was like... You know, Had this one lyric about Rihanna, and that's actually in the first opening verse. And I like stopped it and I was like, oh, wait, this is what the song should be about right now. And then I like <laughs> changed all the other lyrics. And then I was like, okay, I'm just going to record the verse. It's going to be like extremely repetitive and just say this one line. And then um, I was, I loved the song after that. I just loved the bass. It was produced by a guy down in Melbourne called Rory. He absolutely killed it. I would. I was actually playing that song on tour before Erica was on the track in yeah. July of this year. So we had been playing it, circulating it at shows. And then yeah. I was just saying to my team, I was like, this is going to be the next single. I want this one. Let's do it. And then we were like, okay, let's get a feature artist on there, get this song, you know, to take it wherever we can take it. Mm-hmm. And then we sent it to Erica and I was like, Oh my god, it'd be so amazing if she comes <laughs> on. <Yeah. laughs> I got also like super nervous to send it because yeah. it was such a yeah. rough demo as well. Like, yeah. it was, I just recorded it in this little room that I'm in now. So <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's, yeah, and then oh. she sent back her verse, and I was just like, oh my god. I was I remember the moment hearing her verse. I was in the in a car with one of my mates. And I was like, oh, she Erica just had my, request, let's put it on the speaker. And her cast area is like fully broken, so she only has like a Bluetooth <laughs> speaker. <laughs> and then, so we're like playing it on the Bluetooth, and we were just like, and then we went to a pool bar and just played heaps of pool for hours after that. But we heard it, and it was just perfect. And then we reworked oh, um, some of the production to fit in with her phrasing and everything. And then it all just came together it actually turned out to be like a three minute 30 song when originally it was like a three minute song so Mm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just wild how things just like had happened like that because it started off as this tiny little you know idea Mm -hmm. and like just then went into this thing that Mm -hmm. you know is Mm -hmm. out in the world it's crazy
0: yeah like it spiraled as like an artistic decision with your song and it just spiraled out of control to like an amazing outcome. This is awesome.
1: Manifestation. I actually played it recently to one of my friends. Um, and you've got a new fan. She's like she's like yes. followed you on Spotify, on Instagram, everything. She's obsessed She wouldn't stop playing that... it this morning. I'm like <laughs> Yes,
2: that's what we want for sure. No, sorry, it's so a so. It women's anthem. For real. I've fully made it for like all the women I know as well I was playing it to all my girls too and I would just go in I love it so (laughs) it's kind of different for some of my other stuff as well you know what I mean Mm -hmm. which I really I really enjoyed playing like I really love playing that song live too so yeah I'm excited
0: I was I kind of like I did not really a question but I just think how like amazing it is that there's like like a hip-hop environment up in Queensland. I've never even heard of like artists maybe coming from Brisbane and all that stuff. And I just think it's like amazing to see all these artists pop up in Australia and get the recognition they deserve because I think that's a very yeah. challenging thing in Australia, you know, that we kind of face. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just amazing all the stuff that you're doing.
2: Yeah, well, thank you so much, man. I appreciate that heart out. I'm just dying to
1: see you come play a show in Melbourne. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. it,
2: (laughs) Can't wait. We're literally playing this gig. Um, we're going to Cairns on Saturday to play the Grasses Greener Festival. Yeah, I just, I just, I feel like everyone's just waiting for that, you know, festival season and yeah, for that, for that to come back around. So Mm. yeah, I I can't wait to, I can't wait to tour again. Like, Mm. I feel like everyone's just like, let's go, let's go. Mm -hmm.
1: I do have one question. Um, I watched your video on the just one feeling powerful and the meaning behind Venom. Yeah. And I just wanted to point out a quote that, I don't know, one of your mates said, Ofa? They said something like, power is something you have to consistently work at. And yeah. we weren't going to include it in the interview, but I just saw it. <laughs> I, had to, I had to bring that up because it was such a beautiful of her, video.
2: of has been someone in the community, like, Who's, who's also an artist herself, a musician herself? Mm-hmm. I'm just really looked up to and has been so wise. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. why like I always I always value when I, like just conversations with her or whatnot because I just I really look up to her. And I feel like she's got she's lived a long life. she's got lots of wisdom and stuff. Yeah.
1: Do you feel like there's a, there's a bit of a um, persona that you carry on stage compared to when you're kind of just having a conversation?
2: I definitely feel like it's it's like all different sides of you you know I feel like us as humans Mm -hmm. we have so many different sides of us whether it's to protect us or you know to keep us safe or when we're happy it's we have all these parts to ourselves but when I like play live and I'm like on that stage I just feel like there is nothing else happening in the world and it is just Mm -hmm. this connection that You know, I'm having with these people, and we're sort of just vibing out for thirty minutes to half an hour. And you, you know, always you have to be brave because, especially when you're unknown, like people can say some horrible shit to you while you're out there. You know what I mean? Not everyone's gonna fucking like you, so (laughs) and get away with it too. Yeah, for real. So like, you know, it can always be like hit and miss. You know what I mean? So I think, like, you can learn a lot from it. And sometimes, you know, when I am really staunch, you know on stage, I could be feeling like super you know nervous, it's almost like protective, but then you slip into that flow state, and mm. you know it's it's everything starts to feel much better but yeah, it's a very tricky tricky thing when you know you're coming up as well because you know some people may may not like you, some people may like mm. you, so you're just gotta you're gonna tap into your your superpower, you know and like what is that yeah. superpower you're gonna tap into?
1: Well, you won you won the, the Queensland Music Awards. So you, you know, the hate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's all our questions. Um, I guess the last thing we're gonna ask of you is to plug yourself. Where can people follow you? What's your Instagram handle so we can show you some love?
2: Yeah, for real. You can find me on Spotify, at Jeswa. I just released a new song called Ballet Riri. Please go stream that up, stream it up hard. And yeah, come find me on Spotify online.
1: Fuck yeah. Bad Library. Go stream it up, guys. Go stream it up. Just deserves every single play. Thank you so, so much to Just War for joining us on Sin Hip Hop. You are here with Dan and Sarah. Remember to show her some love at Just War on Instagram and Spotify. Until next time.
0: Peace. That wraps up that interview, Sin Hip Hop Fam. But don't you worry, there's plenty more. You can always listen into our show from 8 p.m. every Wednesday on 90.7 FM or sin.org.au. In the meantime, have a look at our socials. Just search Sin Hip Hop on Instagram, Facebook, and Omni.